Hi, I'm Pastor Neil, and this is the Pastor's Table. Welcome. Get your pens, get your paper, get some popcorn, because this is going to be a great episode today. We're starting the episode in Luke 22:19, where Jesus is about to give the disciples some really important information. But the problem is, is they don't necessarily are he hear the right voice. They get all scattered, and we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about the effects of that in, in this episode. So stay tuned, enjoy yourself, and make sure you're hearing the right voice. God bless. We all can agree that love is the most powerful voice. Oh, amen. Amen. That God sent his only son is so powerful. Yeah. And often we skip over, as believers, the power of the cross. Yeah. Because we're, we're grown-ups. We've gone beyond the cross and the blood. We don't have to talk about that anymore. Mm -hmm. But it's these very things that still, the gospel still causes offense with people. Mm -hmm. So I have to say, if it's the one still underrooting or causing a lot of offense and upset, we should talk about it more. Amen. Don't you think so? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, so we will. Luke <laughs> chapter 22. And verse 19, I'm starting there with a cut. And he took bread and gave thanks. This is verse 19 of Luke chapter 22. Broke it and gave it unto them saying, this is Jesus talking, this is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise also the cup after supper saying, this is the cup of my new testament in my blood which is shed for you. And then he says this. Behold the hand of him that betrays me is with me on the table. And truly the Son of Man goes as it was determined, but woe to the man it is betrayed. And lots of times when we talk about love and we talk about that voice, somehow one of the ones that was sitting at the table only heard the voice of money. Hmm. And for 30 pieces of silver, he betrayed the one he said he loved. It was the greatest voice he would ever know and walk beside. Mm -hmm. The most interesting thing following this is it says, and they began to inquire among themselves, <laughs> which of them should do this thing? Because they didn't know. Yeah, it's going to be me. Absolutely. <laughs> it's well, going to be me. <laughs> and I think sometimes I've, I've jumped over this and I've been meditating on this because of the very next verse. It says, and they began to inquire among them this time. And verse 24, and there was also a strife among them. Mm -hmm. Which of them should be accounted the greatest? Hmm. And, and I thought this was so telling. Jesus is at the table with them. Mm -hmm. He's just told them about the greatest promise mm -hmm. that would ever occur. Yeah. He tells them, by the way, sitting at this table, there's one here who has a, has a big problem and it's going to betray me. They begin to get into strife over who's the best one and who's the worst one. Mm. And they miss the whole deal. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, the strife in their heart blinded them from Jesus at the table. Mm -hmm. And I think about that and I thought, mm -hmm. this is a problem of who you hear. Mm -hmm. And even in that, it can be very hard to hear the right voice. Mm -hmm. He was right there. He was the right voice. And we talked a little bit about who you trust. Who's the right one? Who's the love? You know, the presence was there. Obviously, holiness was there. Mm -hmm. 
character was there. And still, mm -hmm. it was hard to hear. Mm -hmm. Still hard to hear. We have trouble in this IRL. That's why we get messes. Mm -hmm. And so often, the door to offense. Mm -hmm. So often. The strife that arises mm -hmm. by thinking you're better than it. How many times I've thought myself, well, I'm smarter than this. <laughs> I shouldn't be deep to it. I know better. I've even said that. Well, I know better. How'd I fall in that? I know him. Mm -hmm. Who's better? Who is better? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but my knowing better is usually Lindo knowing right. last. <laughs> that, that falls under the wisdom of men is foolishness under God. That's right. <laughs> and I, and I, I just, I read these verses and I thought, wow. Yeah. Wow. You know, that, that strife was born out of pride. Yeah. You know, they're like, well, I'm sure I'm better, mm -hmm. you know, than, than this other person. And yeah, it's not going to be me. Yeah, it's not no, going to be me. But it might be him. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't point at anybody at the table. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know, um, it, the Bible says that strife brings confusion in ev every evil work. Sure does. And, and, and the, it, that's evident right here <laughs> yeah. in verse 24. You know, there was confusion because they're, all of a sudden the, they've completely missed, like Pastor Gwen said, they've completely missed what Jesus has just told them, mm -hmm. with this revelation that Jesus had for them, because they're in confusion, because they're they're in strife, they're in pride, and they're thinking about themselves mm -hmm. and about about well, you know, who's going to be the best of us? <laughs> you know, who's going to get the ranking here? A and and um, it brings you out of the will of God, really. Yeah. When the rubber meets the road. Self-focus. Uh, I've noticed that there's quite a bit of a pattern when it comes to. Um, how God speaks to people, and He's talking to them about something. And the next thing that happens is an opportunity to get into strife mm -hmm. wow. and miss what it is that God's talking to them about. Yeah. And it happens a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. True. It's probably, I don't know if it's the primary way that the enemy does things, but how many times, just even from experience, I know we don't have to list names or anything like that, have you encountered people? And I say that, and I've been in that place, so mm -hmm. I can say, well, I've been there and done that, mm -hmm. and it's not good. God was talking to me. Mm -hmm. I didn't quite recognize what He was saying. And another voice came in and started to bring me off into a different place where it created division between myself and those around me. Mm -hmm where God was talking to me mm -hmm. so that I didn't hear what he was saying anymore. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it's, it's very much, I mean, if you think about the shepherd and the sheep, it's like the wolf that comes to yeah. draw the ones away from mm -hmm. the flock, mm -hmm. to draw them away from the flock and out, outside of where the shepherd is speaking to the sheep and, and leading the sheep mm -hmm. and draw them away somewhere else. Mm. And that, it comes through strife, it comes through, through division, it comes through a number of different ways, and people get offended. Mm -hmm. yeah. there's, there are so many things. Uh, last episode we were talking about, um, I made a comment about not being, uh, how people can reject the message because they see the messenger. Mm -hmm. like, right, I don't like right. the package. Yeah. Well, God could be speaking. Uh, uh, how many times have you had seen it where God is talking to people and you know that there's something that he's calling them to do. Yeah, and yeah. There, there, is, there are words there for them, but they're offended mm -hmm. at you or at someone else, mm -hmm. and they're just not mm -hmm. hearing mm -hmm. what God is trying to tell them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And instead, because they're offended or they think, oh, that person doesn't know or this or that or whatever excuses is there, 
they find themselves being separated off and away mm -hmm. from God's plan, away from His people, away from fellowship, all of those separated off somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And now they don't hear what God is telling mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. they, they're hearing something else. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, in my own life, uh, the Lord uses my wife to speak into my life a lot. And even, so even with someone whom I trust, I trust implicitly um, that she has, that Heather has my, my best at her heart. I, when, um, when I see that word of the Lord coming through her to me and she starts talking to me about something that I know um, I could take offense to and I have, I have a choice in that moment. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if she realizes it, but inside of me I'm like, okay, um, I need to take a step back, I need to settle myself and I need to hear this and not take offense to this and not judge this and, and um, not hear what God has to say to me in this, in this situation. And it's always something that's going to help me and grow me and make me a better husband, a better father, uh, um, a better son, a better pastor, a better whatever the case may be. Um, but it, we always think that, oh, taking that moment to not allow yourself to go into offense or into strife in the situation is going to be some big production that you have to do, but it's not. Mm -hmm. in, in, in my, it's moments. It, it is literal mm -hmm. moments of a choice. Absolutely. You know, when I was growing up, one of my, my favorite passages has been Mark chapter 4, The Sower and the Seed. Mm -hmm. And when I think about that, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, um, I always used to think because I was born again that I was good soil. Mm. But every time the word of God is taught, mm -hmm. spoken, mm -hmm. or shared, I could be the seed on the wayside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jesus brought his truth. And I never saw it until you said that today, how we could be at the wayside. Mm -hmm. That's why it didn't stick. Yeah. By a simple choice, we can be at the wayside. Yeah, what, right. think, think about Peter. One moment, he's, yeah. he's, he's yeah. saying, you're the Christ. And Jesus is saying, good job, Peter. And then the next moment, he's like, you know, him, yeah, you know, Jesus says to him, get behind me, Satan. What you just said is completely wrong. And it's yeah. a choice. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, and we've let go of precious seed. Mm -hmm. We let go. We let it go out of our hands and out of our heart. And perhaps even all the other parts where we've talked about uh, holiness and all these things, the seed of God is holy. Mm -hmm, absolutely. How do we treat that? Do we have fear about what we've heard mm -hmm. to hold it, to allow it to come and to grow? Mm -hmm. What have we done with the seed? Mm -hmm. Sometimes our family traditions mm -hmm. lock that. Yeah because of how we perceive that seed should be in our life. Mm -hmm. You know, well, this is the way the family's always done it before. Or perhaps the tradition of where you've grown up. It wasn't even family. Perhaps it's just the people you hang with. Mm -hmm. uh, when I worked for the bank, the girls had a habit of always going to places they shouldn't every Thursday night. Mm -hmm. And uh, because I was resisting some of their invitations to, to go and party with them, I was excluded, and I felt bad about that too. Mm. I wasn't a part of that uh, and what they were doing, which I shouldn't be a part of what they were doing. <laughs> nope. 
but but that feeling of not being involved and being excluded now I'm feeling rejected these mm -hmm. are real things that people mm -hmm. have to deal with and as they come into the body of Christ especially new they get new friends mm -hmm. all of these things and you can feel obligated mm -hmm. to them mm -hmm. well they're my friends that you know that we've always hung out That's mm -hmm. right. and and they're unhealthy mm -hmm. and they're not your friends that was the heart. When someone said that to me, those people are not your friends. Uh, I didn't swallow that pill very well. <laughs> it's, it's hard to come to the realization that the people that you've spent time with and been with and, and built relationship with are not really looking after your best interests. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. that's what it comes down to. Yeah. God's always mm -hmm. got his your like best interests in mind. Mm -hmm. That his plan for you is so great. Mm -hmm. And to to un, to realize that your friends don't want you to go that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a toughie. Mm -hmm. And and it causes pain and sometimes loneliness. It does. Yeah. It can even be family members as well. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. We really shouldn't be terribly surprised, though. I mean, no. Jesus no. said, <laughs> you think, I mean, it's one of these statements that you kind of at first you read and go, did he really just say that? Or is, I didn't come to bring peace, but a sword. You're yes. Like, what? A mm -hmm. sword? And he's talking about, you know, a son against his father. And, and, and it right. sounds like Jesus is creating division in the household here. Yes. <laughs> what? But what he's, he's referring to, the very situation that we're talking about here, yeah. where if you're choosing to follow him, quite often you can be at odds with others even in your own mm -hmm. family who are not choosing to follow him mm -hmm. absolutely right and we can do that as far as saved versus unsaved but mm -hmm. it's also true in some of the other things that we've been talking about when it comes to certain truths in the bible that mm -hmm. others right. don't agree That's with right. mm -hmm. and you know it to be true in in the yeah. bible and others are like no we've always believed it this way mm -hmm. this is what yeah. we believe mm -hmm. and it can cause that same kind of division mm -hmm quote-unquote division, right. because you're choosing to do what God says. You're choosing to mm -hmm. obey Him and to follow Him. Mm -hmm. You can have that. Sure can. We shouldn't be terribly surprised about it. Jesus no. said that these things would happen. Well, it, it, it happened to Him with His own family. You think that's about, true. That's right. you know, His mm -hmm. mom knew who He was. Mm -hmm. Sure. Knew exactly who He was, but there was a point in the Gospels where she wouldn't even go into where He was teaching, and like he, she would send in a messenger, Get Jesus to come out here. We need to talk to him. We mm -hmm. need to set him straight here. Yeah. <laughs> They're outside. Yeah. 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 What, what was she doing outside? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and his what? message to them. Yeah. <laughs> you are my mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, They're the do yeah. the will of God. <laughs> but there's that flip side as well. Yeah. There is a bond with other believers that do the will of God. Yeah. That's yes. Right. Yes. There is that side as yeah. well. Right? Yes. We're and called God's family for that purpose. Mm -hmm. yeah. And this mm -hmm. wonderful promise out mm -hmm. of Mark chapter 10, verse 30. It says there, uh, verse 29, I say unto you, there is no man that has left house or brethren or mm -hmm. sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels, but he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time. Mm -hmm. This is not for, oh, this is a promise. We know it's really rough on earth. Mm -hmm. We know you've been alone. We know it's really hard. It's been a rough path and a long journey. When you get to heaven, you finally die. Everything's going to be better. <laughs> no, that's not what it says. PG version. Yeah. <laughs> Swing low, Now in this time. <laughs> 
houses, brethren, sisters, mothers, children, lands, uh -huh. uh, with persecutions, just so that you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> because they won't like it, and in this world to come eternal life. Mm -hmm. You know, having been around for a while, I've had a few interesting situations. God provides, and I, I didn't grow up knowing that. I knew he'd provide, but only to a certain level, enough to get you through. He'd give you a broken chair or a half-broken car, and it'll get you through. You pray over your car, it'll get you to the next place. So I lived that way. Hmm. Trusted God for the broken car to get me to the next place and enough gas to make it through life. Mm -hmm. And I lived on the barely life scale. Mm -hmm. And as I began to read the word and realized, he wouldn't just, he'd provide all this. Yep. Family, friends, mm -hmm. people who loved me honestly, mm -hmm. cared about my, my future. And the one day I really felt the Lord had provide a vehicle, and he did. Mm -hmm. And he gave it to us through unsafe people. Mm -hmm. which was really the rocker. And it was way beyond anything I could have ever even thought of. I just thought it was a beautiful color green, actually really close to this color shirt I'm wearing, and kind of that turquoise green, and I loved it. I love this color, and that was the color of the vehicle. I wasn't thinking that when I put the shirt on today, but just now as it came to me, I remembered how good it was mm -hmm. and how blessed I was. So I was sharing this in a meeting with a bunch of other people. And somebody got up and said, publicly, you should sell that money or that vehicle and give it to the poor. I don't have enough money to buy wheels for my car. Why did God give that to you? I'm like, I was like, um, um, and I was younger and I, I just didn't know what to say. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to respond. And, and they didn't have money for their tires, but they also didn't know what had previously gone. Mm -hmm. Do you know what we had done? My husband likes to fiddle with things. Mm -hmm. We did our best to purchase a, a smaller car. He fixed it all up. We put, we believe God put new tires up, fixed it up. He did all kind of body work to it and fixed it so it was running well. We prayed and we gave it away. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he did that with some motorcycles too. Mm -hmm. And that's, and, and we received a reward. They didn't know what we had given. Mm -hmm. They only knew what we received. Yeah. And we were criticized for it. Dangerous to criticize other people's mm -hmm. harvest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people don't know. We don't walk around. We're not saying, hey, you know, what did you give last week? You know, mm -hmm. can yeah. I look at your paycheck? Can mm -hmm. I look at your tithe and receive? Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. do that. We, no. don't do. No. we don't know what other people are giving. We don't know how they've sown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and we shouldn't be speaking that. And so it's very, all these things, they lead into strife. Because we get blinded to the promise. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we accept what the things that we think we see, we don't see. Mm -hmm. But it's good harvest. Harvest is good. Amen. We like that. Um, <laughs> just, uh, I know, really, I, I really got you going here. What stuck out to me was that you shall receive a hundredfold now in this time. Yeah. Uh, about two weeks ago, I've been wondering what exactly is a hundredfold? So I did a little experiment. And I hope everybody knows he is an accountant, so we can trust his figuring on it. <laughs> so what I figured out, I took a piece of paper, an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper, and I started folding it. And so I noticed that every fold doubles the number of squares on the paper that before on, on the previous fold. And so I did the calculation out. Now, I have no idea what the number is that I got to when I got to the 100th fold, but the number on my small, com on my lap, on my cell phone, in Excel on my cell phone, 
this number was still that long, about two inches long. Wow. And, and I, I have no idea what that number was, but it, needless to say, when God says that he's going to bring that promise, that harvest out of a hundredfold on you, you really can't comprehend in your own mind just how much he's going to bless you, mm-hmm. how much he's going to bless you. And evident in what Pastor Gwen just exactly said, you know, they took out of what God had given them and their abilities. Um, Barry is a mechanic and he's forgotten more about mechanics than I already know um, in, in his life. And he's, he's got a gift there. And so God used that gift to be able to, to get a car and be able to bring it to a place where it's something that you could sow in good faith to somebody and with a good heart, with a, knowing that it's in good shape. And they received a harvest out of that. God wants to bring you that harvest. Mm-hmm. Amen? You should close with that favorite scripture you always quote. Oh, yes, Ephesians 3.20. And now unto our God who does exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ask or imagine according to the power that's within us. That power is Jesus on the inside of us. Amen? Amen. Amen. God bless. Have a great day.